Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. Your host for today, Ivan Pineda, Christian Rosendo, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Let's start the show. Welcome back to another edition of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today we're going to be talking all things Clásico Nacional, not just for the men's, but for the ladies as well, because we are here to preview yet another Liguilla for our Aguilas de la America. But before I go any further in today's show, let me introduce, as always, today's co-host. It is none other than Brooklyn's very own AJ and New York's favorite resident, Christian Rosendo. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? I'm doing good tonight. Thank you very much for asking. How about you? Getting really excited about this. Yes, uh, less than 24 hours to go, and we shall be watching America play against Chivas. Christian, how is life in New York? It's pretty good. I've been pretty good. It feels it feels like I haven't been here in a while. I don't know why this is all like <laughs> all, like new to me. Like it's my first time here, but uh, definitely excited. Um, this should be a should be a great match in store for us uh, and both the men and women. So I'm really looking forward to this week. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot, a lot of soccer coming our way. And um, like you mentioned, Christian, it's been a while. Last time we podcast, it was to preview a game against FC Juarez. After that, we went on a little mini vacation for the men's side of things as though we continuously covered the ladies. But now we're here. We're, we're here to talk about the postseason. We're here to talk about Liga. We're here to talk about, you know, the expectations of America, which at the end of the day have to be lifting the title. Um, and it should be interesting to see because we have a very good first opponent, which is Chivas. And um, I think we, we talked about this a little bit on Sunday after we had figured out who we we're going to play. We talked a little bit about, you know, uh, how we feeling, our expectations for this game. Um, and I'm excited to talk about, about that a little bit further into details with you guys later on in the show. But gentlemen, if you guys are ready, let's start off with the ladies as they are the uh, as they are going to be the team that has played most recently. As AJ, we talked just not so long ago about a game in which America had to go up against Pachuca. We knew that that game had to be an important one to to go and continue rhythm and continue good form. And eventually, it ended up being that. Talk to me a little bit about this three nil victory that America has, and then we'll go and dive into this game against Guadalajara. Oh, it was a great game overall. I mean, first looking at into it in the first half, America fan really just did not look like their best. We really just couldn't connect any passes or really create any plays. So 0-0 in the first half, and then the second half, America completely took over by just scoring three goals against Pachuca with these go- with the goals coming from Anagabi, Cascuevas, and Marlene Campo, which was amazing. And there was even certain points where Hannah her, or Hannah Gutierrez herself could have gotten herself a goal. And if not, looking for the amount of attempts that she had, she probably could have bagged a hat trick and potentially make this game more than just three goals, potentially 6-0. But all in all, 3-0 victory is good, especially at home. And this is and this is against a team that we that are currently in the Liguilla as well. So it's great to see that we not only beat Chivas Femini, but we also beat Pachuca Femini. So all in all, it was a great end to the season as this team gets ready to enter the Liga. Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. I mean, in a span of two weeks, America Femini is going to have to go up and play against Chivas for a second time. And we talked previously about how important it was to kind of get momentum going and how that Chivas game was instrumental for the ladies to continue that. And then this Pachuca game was just as important. Now coming into this Liga, Christian, we've seen kind of the roster changes that unfortunately have to have happened because of the injuries. How do you think America Family walking into this first quarterfinal matches against Chivas are feeling? I think they have to, it's not, I mean, we can sit and talk how they're feeling, but how they have to feel is confidence. I think they they know that they stack up well against this Chivas side. Um, they they've been showing us glimpse of of progression throughout the season and more towards the end of the season. Um, I think they're in a really good state and they should be because you know, like I said, these two teams are neck and neck, and you know, we the matches between Chivas and America have always been close to to an extent. And you know, this this is this is where America needs to prove themselves to the league that you know they may not have had the year that they wanted to, but they're still very strong contenders for that title. Definitely. And I think I've mentioned this, that um, that with all these changes and all these rosters updates that, you know, coming into this one, 
it it definitely helps that we have momentum because gentlemen we know what a league is basically is it sometimes it doesn't even matter if you're the best team in the league it's if you have the best momentum if you have the most confidence coming into this league then you're pretty much favorited at the moment so america does have that has really two good games under their belt and aj this is something that i wanted to talk about in regards to, to you in regards to the lady side of things is that I, I saw a different spark, a different type of energy when it came to playing against Shivas in, in just a week ago when we had to go up against them. And I feel like if America was to play Chivas every week, we could see a much better America side overall week in and week out. And we're kind of going to get that in these next couple of games. So for you coming into this game, do you think that we have more than capable players at our disposal to be able to pull off a two, uh, 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 this kind of two-legged series? No doubt about it, Ivan. Be looking into this squad, especially with the players that are coming back from injuries, I feel like this squad is stacked up and ready to play Chivas twice, which to me, I feel like they can definitely get wins out, if not a draw and a win, which we would still move on. But the thing is, it's just that we ha- we're building momentum now into league year. And then when we look at Chios Family, they lost back-to-back games. So for us, it's we're taking advantage of this and to see how Chivas are not doing the greatest at the moment. So with America, with the squad that they have and with Goyar's experience and being the league year multiple times and playing against the Chivas side multiple times, I feel like we could definitely um, grab ourselves a um, uh, win against um, Chios Family, if not two wins into the and heading into this. Yeah, and gentlemen, how important will it be for our ladies to come up big in the first game, seeing that as how we're hosting them first? I think it'll be important for America to walk away with all three, uh, excuse me, not all three points, but with just the first victory and, and hopefully with the potential of, of a good scoreline coming into the Estadio Akron for Monday's game. I mean, Friday has to be a game where I think everyone shows up. And honestly, Chivas is coming in with a little bit of injuries and with the with, with some of their key players maybe not at a hundred percent. So, I mean, AJ, how do you how do you think Cuellar plants himself for these next two games? It's like the same thing as before as when we first faced him into this season. This is a game where you think about it. It's the Clásico Nacional. This game is against your biggest rivals in the league. You're gonna get bra- you're fighting for bragging rights once again against this side. You beat them once, and Guerrero should really pretty much say to this team, "You can beat them again." And I know that. So heading into this game, I just feel like America should really not have much of an issue to play against it, considering what the injuries they have. Remember, they have no lead chance around this on this Chivas Feminista, side, which is where all the goal scoring is coming from. And with and with um as I mentioned before, with key players coming back from injury like jo- like Jocelyn Rodriguez, Jennifer Munoz, Jimena Rios, and Veronica Perez, when we have these players coming back into injury and putting themselves into the starting eleven, they're gonna give Chiasani a lot of problems. And to honestly, I'm pretty confident heading into this match, and I feel like there will be not as many problems as it was in the first game, considering that now we know where we messed up at. Um, at. So into the second game, I feel like I make it could definitely be the better team at the end of the day against U.S. Feminine. With that, following that, uh, give me your predicted lineup for uh, Friday's game. All right. So for Friday's game, I'm going to be having a 4-4-2 formation. Uh, goalkeeper is going to be Renata Mascherelli. Our back fours will be consist of Selena Valera at the left back position, Marcela Valera as our center back, Ana Gabi as our center back, and our right back is Monica Rodriguez. In midfield, I'm going to have Jennifer Munoz starting in the center midfield position, with Evo Gonzalez supporting her. On the left mid side, we're going to have Monse Hernandez. On the right mid side, we're going to have Hannah Gutierrez. And our two fours, lastly, are going to be Cascuevas and Daniela Espinosa. Very interesting. I like that formation. I like that lineup. I like those names. And one of the names that, of course, is highlighted is, of course, Jen Munoz. Christian, we, she hasn't had the season that he, she kind of hoped for or that many of us had hoped for. Unfortunately, injuries have plagued her this season. Yet, though, we know the type of player that she is. She's the she's very resilient and she's very optimistic. And we know that she's going to give everything that she has on that pitch. How instrumental is she going to be for this America side for these next two games? I think very crucial. Uh, like AJ said, when when specific players are on the pitch, you can just see the impact that they have on not just the game, but on their teammates as well. So definitely having a player like her to kind of, you know, dictate the game and, you know, kind of bring an extra step 
uh, from their teammates is going to be huge, especially in the first game. And like you said, you know, I think it's very crucial that we walk away with the victory heading into their stadium on Monday night. So th- this is uh, this is the key one. Uh, I think if America can get over this hurdle right here, um, we're, we're in prime position for, for a title. Definitely. And I think that it's 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 crucial that uh, you have players like Jen, like uh, like Eva, who are going to be playing in that midfield role to just come up and completely dominate that game. Um, and I think the beautiful thing about this partnership that uh, AJ is alluding to us is the fact that Jen is going to have a little bit more of that liberty to go forward and be a little bit more creative, be kind of the person that kind of pulls the strings around and gets some of these attacks going because She's going to have a player like Eva Gonzalez who can play more of us as a stopper, more of the center defensive mid and can say, you know what, Jen, you have a little bit more liberty to go forward. I will take care of everything that gets passed. So I think that's actually going to be really crucial, really, really instrumental to seeing uh, the best football out of these ladies. But it won't, it, you know, while we're promising a really good game, we're not going to promise you a tactical, uh, uh, you know, magistry from uh, Coyar. We know that this game at, at points will get scrappy, AJ. And I think that if America finds themselves an early goal, we can see this whole game kind of shift. It, just the way that it did in the in, in the game in the regular season when America ended up going up one goal to nil. It's important that America continues to kind of stomp on Chivas' confidence by continuously going at them, taking the game to them. We we saw what the kind of nerves and what the moment kind of did to Blanca Felix. So why not continuously do that and kind of put her in that same situation, in that same mindset, remind her of the game that she was having last uh, uh, last couple of weeks and hopefully capitalize on mistakes that so hopefully some of these Shivas players will ultimately make. It's not to say that we're going to have the most rounded game either because I am a little bit worried about this defense switching off from time to time. But I do hope that out of both teams, America is the one that comes out and has the more solid game. But it's so hard to kind of preview these games because, uh, you know, we, we could talk about one game, but we don't know what's going to happen in that game and then go on, on into the next one. But assessing from what we were saying and, and what we're and, and what we kind of had just discussed about in the first leg. But before we move on into the second one, we kind of predict what is your guys's prediction scoreline wise for Friday's game against uh, Chivas? So, AJ, I'll throw it to you first. I got a 2-0 victory. I'm going to have Diana Espinosa scoring a goal because it's written in the book in every single Clásico Nacional. Danny's going to be expected to score a goal. My second goal, I'm going to see um, Cassandra Cueva scoring um, a goal alongside with Danny. Okay, I like it. 2-0 would be very, very promising going forward. But uh, Christian, give me your prediction. I'm a little bit more on the conservative side. You know, we have to respect Chivas and Manila and what they know, what to do, and what they've done throughout the season as well. Um, you know, this is going to be a game, where, especially with, with the lineup that AJ mentioned. You know, these are players who, yes, they they play together. Of course, they know how to play, but it's it, it's been a little while since this, these eleven exact have played on the pitch, and you know that that can come in, into play, especially against a team like Chivas. So, um, I'm expecting a victory, a nice one nothing victory. Um, should be sh- should be should be nice. Um, I think if that happens, you know, everyone should be content, and then we'll we'll build from there on Monday night. Definitely. Shall I be adventurous and go three 0 I don't yes. know. We'll see. I would. I. I. I did last time against Pachuca, and it worked out. For it me. worked. I will say this much though. I think we're all alluding to the one thing that I think has escaped uh, a lot of people. Maybe is the fact that a clean sheet is so important coming into the second leg, right? I think if we can shut Chivas out then that gives us a, a world of an advantage going forward because if you get just one goal at the Estadio Chivas, then it completely turns the game on its head because we know that the goal difference, because being you know the, the visitor goal, gives you a little bit more of a cushion. So with that said, knowing that if America is able to conservatively get this clean sheet, whether it's 1-0, whether it's 2-0, 3-0, or if it's a 0-0 result, which I think would not be in favor of America at all, but even then, they still have maybe a little bit of a leg up going into Chivas, knowing that if they can get a goal, then they completely force Chivas to open themselves up and that could lead to a different type of game but knowing that what we said right now coming into the second leg if you do have the victory and if you do have kind of that moral high ground how do you manage that if you're Leo Cuellar and if you're the players that have to play against Chivas yet again in the Estadio Chivas AJ what do you think that these ladies have to fall under you have to have 100% confidence going into this match. Yes, you faced against this team before. You beat them at their home stadium. Now it's time for you to prove that you could beat them in your own territory at Cuapa and then take it over back to them again. So in this case, Guayar is going to have to motivate them, knowing that I have to remind them of all the challenges and hurdles that they've gone through throughout this entire season. 
with constant roster changes, but this is the time now where it's like we're in the Ligia. Right in this very moment, there is a trophy at the very end of this tunnel. You need to work 100%. You need to give it your all on this pitch for 90 minutes. Give it your all. And if you can do that and beat your opponents with that kind of confidence and constantly scoring goals against your opponents and doing your best to motivate each other, at the very end of that tunnel, there's a trophy waiting for you and you're going to get it. No, yeah, I completely agree with you. Now, Christian, we know that these are 180 minutes that the ladies have to do or die. And I think that these ladies know about this. And you look at the kind of... uh kind of environment in and around Coapa for the ladies you understand that there is kind of this joy and pleasure to be in and around their teammates but there's also this sense of competitiveness that they know that they have a debt to pay to the fans and that they know that their main objective of this season has always and will continue to be that championship title we know that to come in and to claim that you are the best you have to go up against the best and in in that case I, I think it's a pretty good solid start to go in up against Chivas so how do you think mentally these players are going to go in and about the second leg, knowing that we've already gone gone into their stadium, have beaten them already? How do you think that they can go and process this, even if they have that advantage? Do you think they might be a little bit overconfident? Do you think that they're going to settle and then try to just kind of play a relaxed game? Or do you think that they're just going to be as intensive, intensive going forward and trying to look for the game? Um, I think that they're not going to care about what happened uh, in the previous game. I think they know that this is a whole new ballpark, a whole new league. Um, you can still have in the back of your mind that, okay, listen, you know, we know how these girls play. We, 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 we found the formula to beat them. But now let's find a way to elevate that performance, but by 20%, but by 30%, depending on, on, on given situations. And intensity always has to be there from, from minute one of game one to minute 90 of game two. The intensity has to be there full way. And if it's not, and you get caught slipping, that's the end of your season right there. So definitely with that mentality, the girls have to go in uh, into both games, not just the one on Monday night. And it all starts Friday. Um, on take on Friday, we're going to see what this team is made of, regardless of the results. And it really shows character going forward because, you know, if, if for, if for some whatever reason they don't come out with the victory, but we still see them running and fighting, it's going to give fans hope. It's going to give them hope, you know, that they can go around, they can go in there and go change things around. So definitely the mentality has to be intensity from minute one to minute 90 and take it from there. Definitely. And, you know, Talking about this team, one thing that we definitely highlighted at the beginning of the season was the fact that we had quite the depth coming into the season. Obviously, all these injuries kind of plagued that a little bit, but it looks like we might still have just a little bit of hope to have some depth coming into the postseason, AJ. How do you look at this America side and how do you look at the bench that's going to be at our disposal? Do you think that there's some very good rotational pieces right there to say maybe if you played 100 and uh, if you played 90 full minutes in, in just full intensity in the first game, maybe you can get a little bit of a rest and know that there's going to be a substitute that that's going to be willing to put just as much effort as you did in the first leg just no doubt about it there's there's plenty of good players that could come off the bench and immediately provide an impact you got players like Marlene Campa, Dalia Molina, Diana Casas, Zulma Hernandez, Wendy Morales, Jocelyn if she's not going to be starting like the list can go on and on if any of these players happen to get tired you're pretty much just replacing that piece and going in with this play and they could provide the same amount of energy, if not even more than what that player is doing. So if we really need to take a forward out, we have players like Dalia Molina, Marlene Campa that can immediately just take that spot and provide everything they possibly can in order to do something for this team that they need, whether it's for them to get a goal or stop a player out. Then a the defense, if you need to have defensive assets, having like Wendy Morales, Zuba Hernandez, or Jocelyn, you could put them, slot them right in defense and they can immediately help the defense out. The same can be said in midfield. If you need someone like Diana Casas or Zaya Morant to come and play, yes, I even mentioned Zaya Morant, a youngster, but she has shown promise. They can definitely go out there and help this team out, which we've seen in these last few games, some of the decisions that Korea has been making and with the players that we have on the bench ready to play at, whenever, at any given moment, they go out there playing with with 110% energy, which is what you like to see from the team. So definitely with the be with with the bench options that we have, it's pretty stacked. And I'd say if we really do need to take a player out at any moment, 
I would not be so I would not really be worried at all about the substitutions that Guerrero might be will make. All right, nice, interesting, very good to hear in regards to that aspect. All right, gentlemen, two questions before we kind of wrap up this preview. First one being, give me your guys' prediction for the second leg after considering everything we just said in regards to the first leg, how we think that the second leg needs to be planted and all of that stuff. Give me your prediction for the second leg. Christian, I'll throw it to you first. So one nothing first leg. It's going to be a nice match. I'm going to go 2-1 America. For, yeah, 2-1 America for the second leg. 2-1 America for the second leg. Nice. That's that's a very good promising scoreline. We've seen it happen before already this season. AJ, what is your prediction for the second leg? Let's go Adventurous 3-0. I'm still I'm trying to get paid back to what they did in the Ligia one time when they crossed us 4-2. Now I want us to cross them and not allow any goals coming from them. So I'm going 3-0 and the second leg. Well, that's even more adventurous than I think anyone would have ever dared to say at an away ground. But leave it to AJ to be that adventurous coming into this matchup. And hopefully, I mean, it's not to say that the ladies aren't capable of this result. And we've seen it before. If you can catch uh, Chivas slipping and if you can go and break their mentality, then I think you you can you open all those avenues to walk away with that set scoreline. Um, I will say, though, this uh, I do think it's going to be a little bit more of a tougher game coming into uh, into the second leg. If Chivas does end up losing that first leg, I I. I I completely go see them going at 150% in that second leg. Um, but I do think that that will open up avenues for America to go and find a goal. Um, and I think they'll be able to bunker up and potentially maybe receive one. But I think it'll just stop right there. I think I'm looking at a 1-1 draw for the second leg, um, which ultimately I think would be just a, a really good stuff and a really good result and would push us into the next run. And then, you know, once we get there, we'll talk about that. But... My second question to you, gentlemen, and before I do that, I, I want to pull up a comment right here from uh, Mr. Um, oh, man. Obey Corona. I hope I got that name right. Predicting a 4-2 aggregate scoreline. Very good. Very nice. Um, I do hope that is for the ladies, though. Uh, please let us know who you guys' prediction is for, since I do wonder. Um, but uh, thank you again for your comment. And then we have a nice little heart here from um, Adyatseli. I'm so sorry. I don't know if I'm getting that right. But either way, thank you so much for all you guys tuning in right now. Um, one last question, gentlemen, before we jump on into the men's side of things. Who do you think has to have the biggest game in these two legs for America? Who has to carry this team on their shoulders and who has to be that kind of detrimental player that completely just changes the the tide of the game? Christian? <sighs> it's uh, it's it's definitely going to... There's a lot of good players on our team and there's definitely players who can make... Uh, uh, a great impact. Ah, oh, man, this is hard. Um, hmm. I want to pick a defensive player, um, but it's hard to pick one because I think all of them have to be an instrumental. Um, I, I'm just gonna say the back line. You know, I, I just, just too, too many, too many factors that go into this. I think if, like, like you said, Ivan, clean sheets are, 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 are going to be key, especially in this first game. So if the back line can come through. Um, they're going to be the reasons why I think we go through the next round. All right. I like it. I like it. Defense wins you championship, ladies and gentlemen. Do not forget that. AJ, your player. My player? I want to go in defense as too. And you know what? I want to give it to Monica Rodriguez. She's been in this squad since day one. She knows the, Amer the, America, actually the America style of playing football. She's been playing every single game with her heart out. And she's proven from time to time that she is one of the faces in this league and that she's, I'd say, arguably one of the best right backs, if not the best right back in this entire league. She's just able to provide so much energy onto the pitch. She's a, she's another captain along in this lineup with Danny Spinoza. She's essentially commanding the defense. She would even tell the, the midfield at times to like just go up front. She'd even be the one at times to go forward herself and try to create a play. So I feel like in these two in these two matches against Chios Fanny, she's got to step, she's gonna really need to step up and and have all the energy that she has in the field and give it out to the rest of her teammates with motivational talk and by creating amazing plays. And who knows? And I hope she can finally score her very first goal in an America jersey. All right. I like it. I like the answer. Definitely someone to look out for. Um, you mentioned captains, and I'm definitely that is my play that I'm going for. It's got to be Danny Espinosa for me. 
She has to lead this team. This is her moment. This is her now. And there's rumors saying that there might be a, a certain PSV looking at her potentially to move to Europe. We'll see whether or not that's actually just all smoke or if there's actual reality to it. But this is Danny's moment to capitalize. She is the captain. She bears that responsibility. And I think when you're coming into these ligas, you look and, and, and you naturally kind of gravitate towards those leaders in the locker room. And I think Danny specifically is that player. You look at her and all her all the players around her respect her. They admire her. They love her to death. And I think that she has to bear that kind of responsibility to go out there, push forward. And I know that she's kind of, like you mentioned, AJ, she's kind of had this kind of moment of written in the stars that she's going to score against Chivas and she just has to write that and continuously find the back of the net because she's going to be kind of the referente in this squad. Um, rightly so, right? She bears the number 10. She's she's the leader up top and she's the one scoring all the goals. So I think for out throughout this whole year, she has to continue that good run of form, continuously carry the team on the back. And sometimes this game, I can imagine getting a little bit scrappy, getting a little bit kind of just a little bit tight and and it might just come down to a player making a, a little bit of brilliance out of nothing. And we know that Danny Espinosa is more than capable of being that player. So for me, I'm going with Danny Espinosa, but I do want to mention that a key player for America throughout this whole year will definitely be Renata Macharelli. She's completely earned that number one spot. And as a goalkeeper, it brings a lot of joy to, to me to see someone just taking the opportunity and really, really having a, just an amazing season with it. And uh, Renata Mascherelli will continuously be an important part. Like Christian mentioned, that defense line needs to be well organized, well tight, and it starts off with the goalkeeper and works its way into the defenders. But for the, for at least now, that is our preview for the ladies. That is what we have in regards to this game First match, first leg is going to be on Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific time. That is also going to be 12 Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. And that game is going to be live via to the end. Correct, AJ? Yep. All righty then. And the second leg of this game is going to be broadcasted live via NBC, uh, NBC Universo. And that is going to be uh, a uh, 5 p.m. Central time, 3 p.m. Pacific time, and then of course, that is going to be a 6 p.m. Eastern time. AJ is going to have you guys all covered with everything, Lady Aguilas, over on Twitter. So, if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys follow us over there at Equal Eye Podcast. You guys do not want to miss a second of our coverage, not just for the ladies, but for the men as well. We have quite the jam packed Ligia to cover for you guys. But okay, gentlemen, do you think we kind of covered it all before we move on? Yes, sir. Covered everything. All right, you're doing good. I'm gasping a little bit for air here. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Water it helps. Oh, well, you know what? Today was the one time I, at the, I said, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to go no water because I know that our players are going to be able to go 180 minutes without any either. Um, um, that's not true, though. But it's going to freaking cramp in the middle of the game. Um, but OK. All right. Moving on into our next segment is going to be obviously America versus Chivas, the men's side of all. But before that, we want to give you guys a little bit of an update in and around Coapa. So, Christian, what is the latest news surrounding America? Yes. So um, obviously everyone's gearing up for the for the big match whenever we found out on um, on Sunday night that we were going to play Chivas. Um, there's been a lot of a lot of movement within our players, um, but we'll just go right to it. For starters, Leo Suarez and Roger Martinez will not be uh, in president in the first leg due to being COVID positive. Um, it is more than likely that they will not be part of the second leg as well, but that's yet to be confirmed. Uh, but pretty much 85% they will not be featured in this series. And if we would advance, uh, then more possibilities would arise. Um, the next one is Nicolas Benedetti. Um, he is uh, recovering very well. Um, I, I, once again, sooner than, than expected. So it just shows you his tremendous work rate and uh, his, just his willing to to be on the pitch to help the team. Um, he will make the trip to um, to to Guadalajara. Uh, the thing is, though, we do not know if he will be on the bench. Um, that'll be game time decision uh, for Pio Herrera to make uh, and Nico, obviously, and the doctors all around them to make sure he is 100% ready to even be to feature in this match as a sub. Um, more than likely, I think he will be on the bench. Um, but will he be used? That's probably not going to happen. But you know, when when if we need him, we need him, right? Hopefully, we we doesn't have to get to that point. Let him rest up a little bit, and maybe he can feature for a longer period of time on Saturday night. Um, Federico Vinas is a hundred percent ready. He is uh ready to go. But Rioja decided has not to start him, so he will be on the bench. Uh, come tomorrow night. 
Alrighty, those are in and around the updates of America. Um, I think we've kind of covered it all, right? I mean, obviously, we're going to get into a little bit of the rumors, but that's not what we're here for. We're here for concrete evidence. Once the end of the season comes, we'll come yeah. back and revisit some Transfer of those rumors. rumors not Transfer right now, rumors, all that work. stuff. We'll leave it till the end, yeah. uh, rightfully so. And maybe even after Conquer Champions, because this, this is a really quick turnaround if we do end up going to the final. So Yeah, it's, that's um, going to be a complicated, actually. It's it's really quick, really quick. Yeah. And we still have to get to decide how we're going to preview, how we're going to do the podcast in, 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 a, in a week's fan. But whatever, that's besides the point. Hey. We we'll obviously have to talk, first of all, America versus Chivas coming into the Liga. But before we get into that, first of all, we do want to remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you guys by Foot Cult. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check Foot Cult out at footcult.com and over on Twitter because they are dropping some amazing gear. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check them out. If you guys like any of their product, you guys can use discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. And you guys can see that they've made us these nice, beautiful custom polos that we are able to rock on air with you guys and if you guys would like for them to be available let us know so maybe we can talk to foot cult and releasing a very special amount of bunches for you guys to go and purchase um all right with that said thank you again to foot cult for making this a possibility and let's move on gentlemen into the second part of today's episode the second america chivas now in the men's side of things america versus guadalajara it was then announced sunday that officially we would we were to be facing Chivas yet again in another quarterfinals, and I just kind of off the bat want your guys' initial reactions in regards to facing off against Guadalajara in the quarterfinals. We could have gotten a bunch of different teams until this final, you know, until the final whistle blew in regards to this Monterrey Puebla game. We now have Chivas. Overall thoughts and emotions coming into this game, Christian. Um, I mean, it's always exciting when you, when you play your, your biggest rival, especially in a playoff match. Um, you know, I, I think everyone here was not expecting to have Chivas. Um, let's, let's all be honest. We all were expecting Tigres. Um, but you know, life just comes at you fast and one, two, three, Puebla eliminates Monterrey and now we have Chivas, right? Um, so I, I'm excited, you know, like I said, you know, any any time we play Chivas is always an exciting time, and just makes it ten times better when we do it in a playoff setting. Um, I'm 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 really I'm really looking forward to this. It's gonna be two hell of a games, and you know, may the best team win, but we all know America's gonna win anyway. So, <laughs> all right, okay, I like it, AJ. Round two, baby, let's go! I'm pumped. I'm ready for this. What a great time, and for Thanksgiving for to have a Clásico, and then right after Thanksgiving, you have the women's playing in the Clásico Nacional as well. It's going to be a fun time. And for me, being a member of the podcast, it's going to be my first time now witnessing a Clásico Nacional with you guys and getting ready to talk about it and just cover it. So I'm really pumped and excited. We beat them in the regular season, and I'm hoping we repeat the same way in the league and the first round. Definitely, and I think when it came came into this one, I, and I think I've been ta- I've been thinking about it for the past couple of days now, and it's just, you know, you have Chivas, and obviously, uh, there's there's nothing better than having a Clásico in in these kind of playoff situations because it brings out usually the best out of both teams, and we could talk about form, we could talk about you know momentum, and we could talk about all of that, but when it comes to an America Chivas, you kind of have to throw a little bit of that outside the window and and really saying, okay, what team wants it more? What players feel the the, the colors and the passion more? And what team wants to advance and completely knock out the other rival just that much more on the day of? And I, I really do think it's going to be an interesting and fascinating thing because I, I, I do think that I see an America side that is pumped, that is that they have this mentality drilled in their head that there is that there is no excuses. And, and that's the truth. That's the reality of being in America because, you know. It, it it just it is what it is. We could go out there and face Chivas with a sub 17 and still have that same obligation to go out there and go and move on into the next round. So with that said, I, ultimately, whoever we ended up facing, we knew that there was no excuse whatsoever. If you're America, you have to go up against the best. And if you want to claim that you are the best, you have to go up and beat anyone that claims to be the best. Mm-hmm. So. It, it 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 is it is fascinating. It is thrilling, and and like we mentioned, we've been here before, time and time again. It's not the first time that we see them in uh in a quarterfinal matchup before, and it's you know and it won't be the last time either. But it is an interesting time, and it is an interesting kind of game that we have on our hands. And really, 
our fate is really in our hands at this point. So we have to go out there, demonstrate it completely, just blow them out of the ballpark if possible, um, and, and not complicate this game any more than it actually has to be. But uh, all right, gentlemen, let's talk more about this because there's a lot to kind of dive into because we have a confirmed lineup, which is an interesting one by 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 many situations that is going to be looking like. Uh, but beforehand, I do want to remind people that this game is going to be on Wednesday at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 central, 10 eastern. And it's going to be again played in the second leg at the Estadio Azteca on Saturday, same time, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 central, 10 eastern. And you guys can catch all that live coverage on Do the N and over on our Twitter account at EY Podcast. So you guys don't miss a second on it. Make sure you guys go and interact with us. That is ultimately the best part of this league is that we are able to interact with all of you guys in these very crucial games. But okay, gentlemen. Let's talk about this first leg. America has to go and travel to Guadalajara. We're going up against them in the Estadio Acron. How are we feeling about, you know, just the team in general? And then we'll get into this formation and in this lineup. But just in general, the team, how are we feeling coming into this one? Christian, I know you mentioned we have a little bit of players out due to COVID situations. But in general, as a whole, how do you think we're, we're feeling? I think we should be feeling good. Um, you know, I think that um, we 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 had a great showing against Tigres. Um, we kind of fell off against Juarez due to, I think, just, you know, I guess we just secured a spot. So players just lacked off. It, it happened last season. You know, I'm, I'm not really too worried about that. Um, but I, th- I think the players are ready. I think the players know that maybe this was the season of a lot of a, lo- a lot of downs, um, you know, I think all of us can argue that there've been little ups. Um, there, there, there's been some good ups, like like our our classical win, um, and you know, and, and small victories like that. But ultimately, I think the players know that you know this season hasn't been, I guess, lived up to an expectation that where they wanted to be, and this is the perfect time to kind of get rid of all of that and show us uh, that you know they're, they're they're serious about this. And what better way to do it than your biggest rival uh, in in the in the first round? Um, I think. You know you're gonna have to have a lot of key players step up here, especially with the starting eleven that was that was leaked. Um, there are certain players here who need to have a, pretty much the game of their lives in a sense, uh, and and it's only until the first game, and that's how important this first leg will be because, Ivan, like you said, you know we've been here time and time again, and usually the 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 team with the with the first leg advantage is pretty much the one that advances, and like you said, momentum is always a key. And we need to have that momentum when we get when we just arrive to the stadium. Not even when we get onto the first. When we arrive to the stadium, we have to be up and, and just ready to go, um, because we know they are. They're they're coming off a a, a win against Nicaxa. You know they they they're, they're a little bit more you know in game form. I'm not saying that's an excuse, but America has to be conscious that Chivas is already in game form. And while we really haven't been playing as a unit for some time, it could affect us. Let's try not to let it affect us. No, yeah, I completely agree with you. And you mentioned it. it it's so important that America walks away with a result on Wednesday. And talk to me, AJ, what is a result for you? Do you think America has the luxury of maybe walking out with a draw and still calling that a result? Or is it just you have to go out there and look for the victory? If not, then, you know, you, there, there's no there, there's no way to even try to bu- bunker down in any other situation. I wouldn't want the game ending really in a result. Yes, I know no one loses, but at the same time, there's the away, there's the away goal rule, and every other factor just kind of think into it. So I just feel like America needs to come into this match and defeat their rivals. We done in the regular season, but the regular season, it's one of those things. It's like that's left behind now. You're like entering now in the second phase, which is the league, which is a whole completely different ballpark. These teams are going in. They have no, there's no, they have no wins, no losses, no ties heading into their very first match in the league. So I feel like America. With the four in the end, the players that they do have available, they need to come up big into this match. And as Christian mentioned, they need to have the game of their lives. And better yet, it's against your it's against your rivals into this, and especially into the first round. So you want to go out there into that first game and prove to choose that we're the bigger team at the end, and we're the better team at the end at the end of the day. So I would like for America to come out into the first game with the one. But if it's a draw and a well-fought draw, then I'd say consider that as a good result. But if it's a draw where I feel like I make it, we're just having a really poor night or just things are wrong, then I wouldn't be so happy with that result. 
Okay, no, completely understood, completely understood. Well, let's talk about this formation, and let's talk a little bit more about what we expect America to come out and do with these players. So what has been leaked and most likely confirmed at this point is Ochoa Net, Jorge Sanchez, Manuel Aguilera, Sebastián Cáceres, Luis Fuentes, Santi Cáceres, Richard, Córdoba, Escobosa, Henry, and Gio. So we're looking at a 4-1-1 formation in the center, or 4-2-3-1, kind of. Um, Christian, talk to me a little bit more about this formation. How are you feeling when this kind of got leaked out? Um, thoughts and kind of maybe initial reactions? Um, I don't like it. I'm going to be straight up. I, I, I don't like it. Um, there's a lot of things here that can go wrong. Um, especially with the way Chivas has been playing. I think they, they've, they've gotten a little bit better since last time we, we played them. They, they seem like a little bit more of a unit. Um, they're understanding each other a, uh, a bit better. I understand they have, um, they have people absent, but it's, they're, they're still a cohesive unit. And when you have players like, like Escobosa playing on, on the same side as Fuentes, um, to me, that's, that's giving Chivas a little bit too much respect in the sense that you know that they're going to attack you a lot from the wing, so you're going to need that extra coverage to play defensively. And that's something we cannot do, especially in the first leg. I don't think that we, we have the luxury to play defensive. Um, we, need a, we need a win. A draw is not a result, in my opinion. We need a win. And if you're sending out this message... It's not a good message. Another thing, um, I would have probably preferred someone like Ibarguen maybe on that side. Um, we all we we know how much of a of, of a game changer he can be when he is on form. I know he hasn't been on form, but this is a league. Yeah, this is a whole different ball game. You never know what Ibarguen you're gonna get, and I would have probably taken my chances with the Ibarguen over Escobosa. Um. I mean, Gio hasn't really been on form since the since that Chivas game either. Uh, I don't know who else you could have put in there, maybe, but um, it's definitely the best we have right now. But ah, uh, man, I don't know. This is it's it's it seems a little bit flawed from that side. Um, I mean, I don't have a problem with with Santi or Richard. I think they're good. Henry's obviously a given. Um, and then just the the rest are fine. I I, I kind of don't want to see Cordoba on, on on that wing though. I I think that we need to give him the liberty. If 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 Gio and Cordoba can kind of interchange with 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 how the match goes, I think that can work out better. But I think I, I need to see Cordoba more centralized and Gio more on the wing because I think that's where Gio performs his best. Um, and if they can somehow kind of mix it up and and interchange and in, in, in different plays, it could work out. Um, but I think that's 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 also a problem too because if you're gonna do that, then you have you're heavily reliant on one side from the attack and just praying that maybe in one fluky counter attack you can attack from both. So don't be surprised if America just attacks from one side when Escobosa is on the field. If at some point in the match Escobosa comes out and Ibarguen comes in, or even a Sergio Diaz, um, expect us to be a little bit more creative going forward. Um, but until that happens, though, I think we're gonna be playing a lot of I guess midfield ball in the sense that you know whoever has the stronger footing in the midfield will ultimately uh, have control of the game. No, yeah, I completely agree with you, and it was a completely just out of the out of the blue decision to put Escobosa there. But hearing you now, I understand why Piojo is doing it. We know that we have a huge weakness in speed in regards to our fullbacks. Jorge Sanchez can kind of isolate and kind of neutralize Antuna. But we know that Brizuela is a wild card for them. And if you don't have someone that can is capable of keeping up with him, then uh, then, then, then it's just a cause for, for problems. Mm-hmm. And I think Piojo knows that Fuentes is his best left-back option, but he knows that he, he he's, he's not the fastest of left-backs. So he's putting Escobosa, another player that can play left-back, to maybe try to neutralize that player. Because if you put any bad one there, he's not going to give you that same defensive hustle that Escobosa will, right? So I do think that maybe that's why Escobosa is playing in the first leg. Um, and, and if we can completely just com- walk out with a very good result and a good victory, then I don't think we see Escobosa play again in the second leg because there won't be no need for that. Yeah. Because then, you know, you're, 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 you're simply playing a different game at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, um, I don't like to compare it to um, European teams, but this is exactly something that um, Real Madrid has been doing with, with Asensio and and, uh, and our uh, right-back situation because there is no right-back. So Asensio is constantly going, dropping back, helping out that that um, that, that that defensive player. Now, and if anyone watches the Real Madrid game, they know that their attack predominantly comes from the left side now. 
and it's very predictable to teams. So that's the only reason why I didn't like this lineup because if that's the reason, um, I think Chivas can figure figure that out very, very, very fast. Um, so it's going to be up to maybe a Richard Sanchez or like I said, Cordova or Gio, whoever's in the middle to kind of just come up with something and throw them off because if we keep just attacking, attacking on that side, we're not going to get anywhere. And um, it's not going to be, at least for the first half uh, of this first game, because like you said, Ivan, as long as Escobos is on this pitch, they're, 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 they're still thinking that that side is going to be a threat, whether it be Antuna or Brizuela, whoever's on that wing, they know that that side is going to pro- probably going to be the weakest link. Now, let's just say Baruin comes in. That's when I think Piojo will feel that in that moment in the game, they have control, and then that's when they will try to move their piece to kind of get an advantage going for uh, the next leg. No, yeah, I completely agree with you. And 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 to kind of revert to what you were saying, and, and, and where does kind of these kind of goal threats come from? I, I know that we like to heavily rely on the wings sometimes, but I do feel like this is a game where Bielo says, okay, we're going to try to push on one side, but I'm going to need you, Gio, to be the man mm-hmm. of the night and create something and make something happen. Henry's going to have a crucial role. He's going to be kind of that lone striker, but he's also going to be that player that has to do a lot of the chasing, has to do a lot of yeah. holding the ball. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a very physical game and it's going to ask a lot of him. But in order, if he does exactly what he's what, what is, he's asked to do on the night, then Gio is going to get not just one, not two, but maybe three opportunities in front of goal that he has to put away, right? Just completely has to put away. And we're going to see maybe an opportunity for Cordoba, or maybe we're going to see an opportunity for Richard, but something has to come up from this kind of physical battle that Henry is going to be playing up front in regards to uh, trying to maybe fend off the cheapest defense, which would be an interesting game to be kind of keeping an eye out on all of that aspect. But uh, AJ, talk to me a little bit more about this America defense. We know that that has been our weakest link coming into this one. And we know that in order for us to continuously have a good game, we have to do our best to keep our play, our opponents shut out. How important do you think the defense is going to play a role? And do you think the defense that we're going to put out on Wednesday has the um, capability of maybe walking away with the clean sheet? It's tough, really, because defense has probably been like one of the biggest problems that we've kind of had all season long. Regardless of what I feel like the positions that we, well, formations that we play, whether it be at five in the back, four in the back, three in the back, whatever the case may be, we always seem to concede a goal no matter what. Whether that's just giving a forward way too much space or we just leave gaps completely open for someone to just bypass the center backs and then having to then rely on Anchoa and just hoping that he could save that shot. So the defense really. It's the best that we really have. We don't have Bruno Valles. You know, he's out for the rest of the season. Se- um, Sebastian says he's going to need to play a really big role because he's just chances to seem from Uruguay. He's experiencing his first league year with this team. So he's definitely going to have big roles um, choose to fill in in Bruno Valles' spot. Luis Fuentes, if not mistaken, it's his first time now playing in the Ligia with this side. So he's going to have to bring everything he possibly can with all the experience he's had in the Liga MX. He needs to put all that now into the Ligia. And when Aguilera, this man's going to really need to come up big. He's essentially now, and this is what we can see, he's kind of like another captain. In this case, well, the captain in defense. So he needs to be in form and start being the Aguilera that we first saw. To me, in my eyes, when you first arrived in this team, how he's able to have great defense and also when it comes to like a free kick and you see him taking that you can have that kind of confidence it's like he's gonna he's gonna hit this which i always seen and if we do happen to get a penalty i feel like it's a given rule with emma that he's gonna score this Jorge sanchez he's a rising star in this defense and with more playing time he's getting he is showing more and more to why he can become Paulo Aguilar's successor because realize we have not seen Paulo Aguilar play that much was due to injury and just his age, really, that's just setting him back completely. I feel like it just took the explosive out from what we once seen from Paola playing in an America jersey. But just for Jorge Sanchez, just really, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a really big game for him coming against um, America's biggest rivals, which is Chivas. And I just feel like this defense, they like Christian Met, they need to have the game of their life. And that's also as well, so a job. Like he's playing, he's played. Against the scene many times his career when he was first in an American jersey playing against G. 
now coming back and playing them once again. So really here, defense, I'm a bit skeptical on it just because of how I've been seeing this defense play throughout the entire season. But we've got it this far with this defense, with every obstacle that we've come across, with the change that we had in defense, trying out players it with five defenders in the back and then going back to four defense because we feel because we all feel like that's what's best for this team. I feel like with everything this this defense is done, I would really hope that they can try to at least get a clean sheet or really come up big in defense and trying to prevent Chivas from getting a goal. And if they do have to score a goal by any chance, fix those errors immediately as soon as possible. Have the defense communicate with one another. Tell them if they see a gap there, point out to the gap, tell them to cover it. When a corner kick happens, have everyone secure every man that they need to get to prevent them from trying to win the header against the defender. No, yeah, I completely agree with you. The defense has to be as rock tight and as solid as possible. Um, and, and, and they have to, first of all, one, believe in themselves and two, know that they're playing the game of their lives. And, you know, like Christian mentioned, you just you have to go out there and, you know, play out of your skin because it, it's it's required. It's it's what you came up for. It's what you paid the big bucks to do. So, uh, you know, hopefully the defense is on it that night and, you know, they're, they're, they're as strong and solid as possible. And we, we know that they have to contribute to the attack as well. And you're looking at players like uh, Cáceres and Emmanuel Aguilera, especially Aguilera. He's capable of scoring goals from not just set pieces, but also from corner kicks. So he's someone that we definitely have to look at. And it's crazy that we're in this stage where we're saying that Aguilera has to be kind of this referente of an, of an America side, right? And a lot of America fans would have, completely thought we were crazy if we were to tell you that like six seven months ago but it's the reality that we live in at the moment and Aguilera has to be a player that steps up and completely helps America move on into the next round and uh, I know we mentioned Ochoa just a little bit I just want to bring up this comment saying Ochoa needs to bring back that classic 07 goalkeeper jersey and I cannot agree more with the comment that Mm -hmm. was a beauty of a jersey and that was a beautiful performance just as well so um I agree with you there, my good sir. All righty then, gentlemen, we talked a little bit about this game. We talked a little bit what America has to do in order to walk out with a result. Talk to me about you guys' prediction and what do you think America walks out in the Estadio Corona on Wednesday? AJ? I got myself going with a 2-0 victory against Chivas. Okay, nice. Christian? 2-1, America. 2-1, America. Alrighty then. I'm gonna just briefly read this one. He's, uh, we have another comment saying he thinks America's gonna have a two-nil advantage, forcing Chivas to go for that three in the Estadio Azteca. Um, I'm gonna be a little bit on the conservative side of all of these things, and I'm gonna say that America walks away with a one-one draw, and uh, that leaves us a lot of homework to do at the Estadio Azteca. But not to say that this game is completely uh, a lost one or a lost cause because we would get that away goal. It, most importantly, America needs to score in this game because they know that that's the most important important thing right we have the higher seeds so we so so we have i don't want to call this a luxury but the way the league of mickey's does it gives you the luxury of being able to tie without having to worry uh about you know going into extra time or penalties because the higher seed will automatically advance and if you have that away goal then it, com- it completely changes the game like i mentioned on its head so you need to have that you need to score and and, and you have to walk away with a result and ultimately while i'm saying a one and draw if america goes out there wins 2-0 then it completely blows me away and i say okay this is a whole different ball game on saturday and that is exactly what i want to see america needs to start off on the right foot and the right foot is a victory and the only reason why i'm going one one is because like you mentioned christian this lineup is a little bit fishy um but it's not to say that they're not more than capable of yeah. walking out with some goals and a victory from Sadio Akra. Okay, gentlemen, let's move quickly on into the second leg. It's going to be Saturday. It's going to be 7 p.m. And it's going to be a game in which, if what we're saying all comes true and comes to fruition, America's walking into the Estadio Azteca a little bit on an, uh, a little bit on an ease. I'm not saying that they should take this game a little bit easier, but it's a little bit more, okay, we can control the game and dictate it the way we want to be. And if we're smart about it, then we can go and continuously put Chivas under more pressure and maybe force them to open themselves even more, come at us, and we can completely just eliminate this matchup in the first 30, 40 minutes of the game. How do you guys see America walking out into the Serie Seca on Saturday? I am uh, completely on the opposite of you. Um, if America does, and hopefully they do, come into the second with an advantage, those first 25 minutes will be the most suffering 25 minutes of your life. Chivas knows that they don't have the luxury of 
trying to figure things out. Their mentality, if all comes to fruition, that second leg will be attack, 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 being relentless. Now, America being America, Piojo being Piojo, he's going to know that. So what he's going to do is trying to soak up the pressure. Now, is he good at that? In previous years, he's shown that he is. Um, will that leaky defense hold up is my question. Um, this could very easily turn into a nightmare on Saturday night if America does not survive those first 30 minutes um, in, in, in the second leg. Um, there's going to be very few chances in those first 30 minutes. And if somehow America can capitalize a goal in those first 30 minutes, I think that's GG. Um, but the key is, if they don't, to survive the first 30 minutes, if not the first half. After that, you can kind of see where the game is, how your team is doing, uh, how your team is reacting to all this pressure, and then go from there. But if America does come into the Azteca with an advantage, I don't think it's going to be that easy as you painted, Ivan. No, I, I think I was more alluding to what you were saying that we're gonna have, we're gonna get achievers that's gonna come at us and completely go, and it's just we, we relieve them on the on, on the counter. We get some something we can't, yeah. But I don't know. Just the, the way you're making it sound, it's like okay, Chivas is gonna do this, but don't worry because we're gonna get a counter attack and we're gonna score from that. Um, it's 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 not as easy as 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 I think it's gonna be. Um, I hope it is though. I hope that yeah, you know what, we get a counter attack in the in the in the 18th minute, and you know we're we're up already, and then that's just gonna just completely destroy them. And then that's going to leave so many more spaces. And then I, that's why I think, I think we can call it GG. Um, but I think all of us can agree here. I think surviving that first half hour of that second leg is going to be key for us. Yeah, no. And, and it's all going to fall back on the defense, right? We can't just mm-hmm. elude and say that America is easily going to walk out with this. It, it, we know that this game is going to be tough. It's going to be suffered. And my apologies if we're painting it any other way. I believe me, this is not going to be a walk in the ballpark for America. Who knows? It might just be, but I don't really think it's going to be that because, like I mentioned, it's a classical. It's a, it's two teams really battling it out for more than just a place in the next in, in the next round of the playoffs. It's pride. It's glory. It's history. It's bragging rights. It's just everything that you can think of will be played at this kind of competitiveness for the next 180 minutes that these two are going to be facing off against each other. So it's not to say that America is going to walk out here and just completely dominate or whatever the case may be. We know that this game is going to have moments of suffering, but we know that there's going to have moments of chances for us to capitalize. And I think that we can all attest to that. If America can walk away in both games with an early goal in the first half, then I then I think we've, we put ourselves in a more promising position because we know how the longer we deteriorate from actually getting a goal, the harder it is for this team to kind yeah. of mentality just go over and, and kind of try to get into that rhythm. But we know that an early goal is, is crucial. It's important. And in both legs, I think America needs mm-hmm. to go out there and get that early goal in whatever way or whatever form, whatever fashion that this uh, does end up happening. AJ, how do you see the second, uh, the second leg? Just like just scoreline or just like talking about as a whole? Just as a whole, and then I'll get your guys' scoreline prediction in a bit. So, if we do happen to come out with a victory in the first leg, then the second leg gets to repeat the same thing. Try to get that early goal. Essentially, just you can get that early goal. We bring down that Chivas morale to the point, just like what are we supposed to do now? I want to compare this to the America Feminine match versus Chivas Feminine match. When Danny scored those two goals immediately in the span of just two minutes, every Chivas player just looked at each other like, what are we supposed to do now? That's, I feel like, the same way that America should be hanging to the second leg if we do happen to get the victory in the first leg, which I'm hoping so. In this case, you want to get an early goal and just leave Chivas completely because what to do is Sushi, depending how the aggregate is going to look like. Because I feel like if this is the case, then I feel like the whole point is pretty much just coming into the second leg just with a lot of confidence and just trying to continue to then just end that game, either to get the win that is needed in order to advance into the next round. So I just feel like in this case, if America being the dominant team throughout the match, they need to continuously be at, there shouldn't be at any point in time where they should just stop. If whether they're having like a lead or once they're a lead, you want to continue building up that goal lead to the point where she was, they cannot simply just respond to the point. They just look completely clueless. So I just feel like that, in this time, I'm sorry my words are just all over, but I just feel like just in this second, like America just really need just to sh- just to prove the Chivas that that America are just a bigger team at the very end of the day, and they just need to get this victory 
and just to get for the bragging rights and to once again just just to just tell them that we're the better team at the end of the day. Okay. Alrighty then. I think we can agree to most of what you were saying right there in regards to what America has to do. All right, gentlemen. I think we've talked about what America has to do, the things they have to kind of be on the lookout for, how to kind of manage this game and how to kind of put Chivas in a situation where they have to maybe excel a little bit more. And we know that uh, America is capable of doing everything that we just said. Question is whether or not they're going to go out there and actually prove that. And we hope that they actually do. So, gentlemen, give me your prediction for the second leg. AJ. I got a 1-0 winning going in the second leg. 1-0 in the second leg. All righty then. Okay, Christian? 2-1 again, America. 2-1 again, America. All right. I like it. I like it. I'm going America 3, Chivas 1 in the second leg. I think that we can see a whole different game at the Azteca, even if we do end up with that first prediction of mine with a 1-1 at the Estadio Akron. Um, I think that we can still come out here and completely dominate in our home and capitalize on, you know, the players that we have, the moment, the momentum that we can potentially uh, make happen for us. And at the end of the day, look, whatever happens on that pitch, America players have to go out there and know that they have to completely give everything that they have. We know that it's the first, uh, it's, it's the first round. It's the quarterfinals, but believe it or not, this is just as important as playing a final because it's it's the stepping stone of becoming even greater than what you already are at the moment. So the players need to understand that, have a mentality going into this one and saying that, look, we are in a poised position to make history for the first time in this club to go out there, win this game, and potentially build a road to a 14th title. And we can all, in this locker room, go down in history in the America books and seen as a, a revered team that through all these obstacles, through all this pandemic, through everything that's been happening in and around our club, that we were able to withstand everything, go out there and completely just take 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 the Ligia by storm and, and crown ourselves championship. And it's got to start here with Chivas. It's got to start on Wednesday. It's got to continue Saturday all the way in and around till the end. And so I hope the players have that mentality. I know that there's players in and around that locker room that understand the culture and that they understand that they have this kind of great position to be in and i do hope that it's those leaders that eventually just push and push forward and and carry this team and hopefully we get a one hell of a match on saturday and on wednesday as well so gentlemen before we kind of wrap everything up who is the one player that needs to have the biggest game for you guys not just wednesday but saturday as well um i'm gonna go with probably henry um i think he just needs to prove that he is an elite striker uh for america and he needs to show up in these big moments you know he's been doing it all season long um we've we, we've seen him kind of re reborn into this striker that i think we have all wanted to see but now it's time to prove it in the in in, in the big times and under the spotlight uh, in prime time against the biggest rival this is where you you need to show up and what better way to do it with the goal or two or three. That definitely, definitely, definitely. AJ? I got Manuel Aguilera for both games. He's pretty much, at this point, I was like to say the captain in defense wall into that back four. And at this point, he just needs to, with a lot of Christian that he's been getting throughout the entire season, probably since he first arrived at same, he needs to, proved himself to why America signed him in the first place and to why they saw something in. And I think this is the time for Emmanuel Aguilera to completely forget about the mistakes he makes and write something completely different in the Ligia. Defense, he's going to need to play out of his mind. If there's an opportunity where a penalty is given to him, put that ball into the back of the net and score. If a free kick is being given to him, needs to have that constant, I'm going to score it for on my team corner kick a set piece whatever head that ball into the back of the net because i feel like he's all the players that a lot of players like criticize and uh, even me i do criticize by to me he's one of my play favorite players in this scene i feel like this is time for him to prove to himself and to everyone that criticized him to saying like i'm the right player to be in defense and i can help this team out go for the 14 title 
No, I agree with you. He's got to be the rock of that defense. And like you mentioned, he's got to be one of those natural leaders in the locker room. And hopefully, you know, he's got a title under his belt with an America side. So he knows what it is to play these games and how important it is to buckle up and actually go out there and give the best that you can. So um, you're going to be looking at this man and hopefully he can come out and, and come up big. I'll say this right now on the podcast. If Emmanuel Aguilera takes us to the final and wins and scores uh, a goal in the final, I will buy an Emmanuel Aguilera as fast as you can imagine. And I'm putting that here on out right now. Emmanuel Aguilera, if you are the reason we lift that 14th title, then my man, you're going to have another fan buy your jersey. And uh, I will <laughs> refrain from saying anything bad until the end of the year. All right. So <laughs> we'll we'll just leave it at that. Gentlemen, anything else before we wrap it up here? Um, just first of all, um, I know that um this are this is complicated times for everybody. So I really hope that our team can prevail and you know give a lot of families a little bit of joy in this in this messed up of a year. Um it's gonna be a great two uh, two uh two series game. Uh, best of luck to every everyone out there and and our closest Chivas friends. Um, I hope you guys lose, but uh, hopefully it'll be a good game either way. Uh, stay safe, wear your mask, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, definitely. All righty then. That does it for us. Happy Thanksgiving from everyone here at the Eagle Eye Podcast. From our families to yours, enjoy these festive times with your families. And then, of course, like Christian mentioned, wear your mask. Be safe. Follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast. If you guys aren't listening to us on the go, make sure you guys do at, uh, whether it is Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever it is that you may listen to us, make sure you guys go and head over and listen so you guys never miss an episode. And, uh, of course, you guys, Thank you again to our sponsors, Foot Cult, and to everyone that's made this a possibility for us. To all of you guys who are listening right now, to all of you guys that are out on the stream, thank you to every single one of you guys. Again, it means the world to us that you guys are here to enjoy the Ligia alongside us. We'll be we'll be back next week to recap everything that's happened, not just on the men's, but on the ladies' side as well. And we'll talk a lot more Aguilas then and there. All right, gentlemen, thank you again. You guys have a wonderful night. We'll be in, co- in contact. We'll be talking a little bit more about this game later on. But again, until next time, guys, take care. Uh, be safe. Fest, uh, f- hope you guys have a great festivity time. And then, uh, as always, Arriba la America. Good night, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.